Hello, family and friends. I'm honored here for day four with Jennifer Sidebottom and, and her wonderful son, Tyler. So, so happy to have you guys with me today. And I love doing these podcasts for a lot of reasons. Um, number one, the Lord told me to, and I like to be obedient, but just the blessings. I've had so many different people on as guests, and it's been such a blessing to me to hear them share from their heart, Jennifer. So thank you for doing that. Well, sure. And excited here for probably our last day in this sequence. Maybe we'll do one again here in the future and get together. But maybe we'll get your mom and dad on here sometime. Yes, let's you know, do that. I love the, their wonderful <laughs> people and good friends. And so Amen. Well, let's go to Lord in prayer. Father, we're so thankful. Yes. You're a merciful, good God. We know that, that you want the best for us. And that's why you hate sin so much, because sin produces death. And Father, you're a God of life. And we, we choose life. You told us to choose life. And so we choose life. We choose to be a great blessing to people around us, to be a bright light in this dark world, these yes. end of the end times. And thank you for helping us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Jennifer, we were talking offline a little bit about maybe in this last one about what you could say to people that are maybe they're they're out of church right now or maybe they're not spending time in their Bible and they've got a, a period away where things just are not working out. And some of that involves the busyness of life, mm -hmm. right, with kids and jobs and whatever. Mm -hmm. But still, the Bible tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of God. Yes. And so we know there's a way to do that. I'm just going to kick it over to you to take off. Okay. Well, there's a whole lot in there that I can, I've got wisdom in because I have definitely stepped out of church more than once. So I've lived the out-of-church life and the in-church life, life without the Word, life with the Word, life without tithing, and life with tithing. And I can tell you in every one of those, being with God, being in the Word, and tithing is immensely better because making my own decisions definitely got me into trouble. Doing my own financial decisions got me into trouble. You know, whenever I did come back and I started getting fed the Word again, there is a, a peace that comes. There's a joy that comes. There's like almost a sorting out and a cleaning and an organization that takes place and just a, a whole refreshing, a renewing of your mind. I mean, that, that's exactly what it is, yeah. you know, and it puts you in place and that resonates with your spirit because that's how it's supposed to be. And I've received the blessings of, of being a tither. And, you know, God has absolutely proved to me that that is the way to go because I, I sunk myself whenever I wasn't tithing. And, you know, getting back in it and putting the seed in good ground, he just really blesses that. And in so many ways, it's not always financial, but, you know, I've seen favor in so many places. I've had so many things given to me and and it's just such a fun thing because then that enables me to give. And I really love it. I love to give. Jordan actually kind of gets mad at me because he'll give me a gift and I'll be like, ooh, I know who this would be good for. <laughs> and I'll give it away. He doesn't like that. But, you know, it's just, it's fun. You know, yeah. I enjoy that. So I was out of church for a while. And to be honest, it was pretty scary, the thought of getting back in. I did have quite a few wonderful people reach out to me. And it was great for my heart to see that, that there was a small group that wanted me back, but I wasn't so sure, you know, I wasn't the best body part. <laughs> so I was hanging out doing my own thing. And I was a little bit worried about what other people were going to do. I use the word worried very lightly, but I didn't want people to think that I'm just going to fall away again and I'm not going to follow again. And, you know, this is going to turn into something bad. 
but that was on my mind big time. I was very in tune. And so I just sort of forced myself and it took months. It took months of, you know, people asking, are you going to be there? And I would say yes, because I had the intention until about, you know, 30 minutes beforehand. And I'm like, no, I'm not going. I'm not because they're going to think that I'm fake and I don't want that. I was afraid of judgment. That's what that was. It was fear. It was the enemy working on my mind. So whenever I did come back, first of all, it wasn't like that celebrity status where everybody crowded me. You know, I was very slick about it. I come in right as the music started playing and I I was leaving as soon as pastor said, amen. At the end, (laughs) I was diligent about that. And I was, I didn't want to raise my hands and I didn't want to praise out loud. And you know, I withheld myself back, but it didn't take long for God to show me how this body is and how sweet he is. And it started peeling back and breaking off some of those thoughts. And, and, you know, it didn't take long at all. He just really quickened things for me. And it's like, I'm back in the flow again. And I don't have that weirdness where I don't want to be around people. And I don't want to, you know, speak to people and all that, because I was really stuck in that. And I just, I kind of had my own thought process going on, but that's not where that needs to come from. That's what, there was trouble in that before. There was trouble in my own thoughts and my own ways. So whenever I put my mind back to God and I got back in the word and I started thinking along his lines and that I am the righteousness, you know, and really start learning what that means and, and walking in what he has for me. I see that this is a lovely church family that, you know, we're working together and there's a hunger here. And I'm so thankful that I'm here. And if there's anybody that is in this kind of situation, I would say to you, don't let fear hold you back. Don't let the thought of judgment hold you back. Don't let something from the enemy, if it's not in the word, if that's not what you're following, don't let that hold you back because you need to be in church because there can be an anointing. And when you're outside, there can be, you know, a a relationship with God and all of those things are necessary, but to get in the corporate anointing, that anointing is what destroys yokes and those things, the depression, that's a yoke. And, you know, to have financial lack, that's a yoke and the, just being in here and praising with your people and being involved with your people and having conversations with your people and just being loved on and loving them. And it's, it's a body working together and they need you. And just because you're not there and you're not seeing it, those people that are there, they are missing you. Yeah. They do need you. They need you to do your part. They need you to bring what it is you have to bring to the table. You have to bring it. And I, I am sorry that I, you know, walked away from my family and what they did with that, but I am determined to bring my part. I am determined to praise. I am determined to do what I need to, to help the anointing, to not step on it, because I know that people come when they are sick and they need that anointing flowing. I know that people need miracles and they need that anointing flowing. And that's going to take the whole church body working together. And so if you're out of church, please come back. You know, if you're too busy with even just the things of life are keeping you out or, you know, even if it's a TV show or watching your kids play sports or whatever in the world it is, you need to understand that putting God first is going to change your life radically. If you put him first, there are so many promises that come with that and he will move on that. It's, it's scripture, (laughs) you know, you got to diligently seek him, put him first. And there's so much that comes with it and your life will be so much better for it. And, and any kind of grief you might feel or, 
it's all going to fall away. He's going to catch you up. He's so good. And remember the things he's done before. That is something I would definitely encourage you about. The things that he may have done for you 10 years ago, 15 years ago, are small little things. Look at all things that that's what God did to bless you. You know, and all the small things that are there, that's God. That's him working in your path and working for you. And he wants to do so much more. He really does. He wants to do so much more in your life to bless you. I would say just come back to church and let him and press into him because we're not we're not promised tomorrow. And it definitely we have a feeling that things are coming to a winding down. And this is the time. It's it's not tomorrow. It's not next week. It's now. It's now that you need to be here. It's now that you need to be diving in. I mean, I talk to my my teenagers about this because at this point they have to have this in their life too. And I have those expectations and that comes through God. Amen. You know, I just kept hearing, don't forsake the gathering of the brethren. Absolutely. And I believe that, that we did not plan this message prior to today. It was just like just led into this as, as this is the Holy Ghost and calling on those of you that have left your church whether it be COVID or life or, or depression, just God is calling you today to come back. The other thing I hear in my spirit is that those of you that know somebody that's left the church, keep encouraging them, loving on them, encouraging them to come back. Yes. And Jennifer, if you would pray maybe for those people today. Father, I lift up those people that are away from you. They know you, but they're away from you. God, get in their thoughts, get in their minds, and remind them who they are. Give them a hunger to want to open up the word and take them right to the scriptures that tell them that they're the righteousness of God and and bring them back and, you know, minister to them and to remove any fear that they might have of judgment, to remind them that no Christian is perfect and that's why we need you to be in our lives, to help us, to order our steps. Father, put them in front of us, show us how to love on them, show us you know, what it is we could say to them to, to bring them back. We want to be people that are doers of your word, and we want the whole church body working together. Yes, Lord. And that's all for your glory, God. That's what we want. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, I'm so thankful, Jennifer and Tyler, for you being here with me today. Thank you so much. It's been a blessing. And my kids tease me because I cry a lot when I minister. And so I shed some tears today. It's just such a blessing to hear how God works through people's lives. And I'm so thankful for both of you. And if you want to contact Jennifer, you can do so through our ministry. I felt that she was praying there. Maybe some of you people want some individual prayer. I'm sure glad that Jennifer would be glad to pray with you. I yes. would. So if you want to contact Jennifer or me, you could do so through our ministry at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.